When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're interested in listening ad-free, go to patreon.com slash the SCP experience. There you can enjoy my ad-free podcast and never have to listen to ads again. That's patreon.com slash the SCP experience. Now time for the story. Why can't we just kill this guy the old-fashioned way? I asked Bellamy, my CO. Bellamy smiled and shook his head. The times they are a-changing, Grady he said. We need to change with them. We sat in a large, mostly empty apartment. The only furniture in the place was the stuff we had brought. A small folding table and a couple of small camp chairs. We had three different high-grade laptops set up on the table, each worth more money than my monthly salary. We had the lights on in the apartment, which was a nice change of pace for this kind of job. But we also had the curtains closed against the night. The cameras our asset had placed were our eyes and ears. The apartment, located on the ground floor of a large sand-swept building, smelled like foreign food to me. We were in a country I'd heard of, but never really paid much attention to. Their annual GDP was less than the state of California's. Their infrastructure was a bad day away from crumbling. Personally, I didn't see the need for intervention even if the guy we were after was as bad as they said he was. But then again, I wasn't paid for my opinion. I was paid to do the job. What was that old saying? Travel to exotic lands, meet interesting people, and kill them. That sounds about right. On second thought, if he'd really ordered the death of a bunch of innocent people, maybe it was a good thing. I just wasn't sure about the way we were doing it. It seemed overly complicated to me. So tell me what the hell this thing is again? I asked Bellamy. It's called SCP-153, and that's all you need to know, Bellamy said, looking at two moving dots on one of the computers. You'll see it in action soon enough. SCP? What the hell does that stand for? For someone that's paid to keep your mouth shut, you sure ask a lot of questions. Now shut up. Sable and James are almost back. A minute later, The front door of the apartment opened and in walked Sable and James, the two moving dots Bellamy had been watching. The rest of our eight-man squad was set up near the target's mansion, just in case things went wrong and we had to go the old-fashioned route. Okay, the thing's headed in, Sable said as he came in. It's one nasty-looking mother. Yeah, I hope this works, James said, setting down a blacked-out case made of some reinforced metal material. It was about the size of a case you'd use to transport a small dog, only much more heavy-duty and without the air holes. It'll work, Bellamy said. I've seen these things in action. We wouldn't bring anything into the field that didn't have a good success rate. Sable, James, and I looked at each other. I could tell they were just as apprehensive about this whole thing as I was. And they were the ones that got the damn thing in position, whatever the hell it was. How'd it go down there? Bellamy asked after a moment. Fine, James said. We drilled a hole in the sewer line. Put the thing in there. 
and then sealed it back up, just like we trained for. No one saw you go in or out of the sewers? Negative. Team 2 was on Overwatch. They made sure. Good, Bellamy said, turning back to the trio of computers. He hit a few buttons on one laptop's keyboard, pulling up a split-screen shot from inside a lavish house. One image was of a large shower. The camera had been placed high up on the wall, looking down so we could see the whole shower and most of the bathroom. The other camera had been placed outside the bathroom in the hallway. Compared to the poverty of the rest of the city, the place was ludicrous. There were statues and paintings in the hallway. I didn't recognize any of them, but they certainly looked expensive. The bathroom was large and spotless and complete with gold-plated fixtures. The housekeeper, one of our assets, had done a good job with the camera placements, but that was the easy part. Getting the job done correctly was always the hard part. Bellamy turned to another computer, this one showing a three-dimensional view of the plumbing system. He used his fingers on the screen to shift the position, making it so we were looking at the maze of pipes from the side. We could see a blinking dot moving slowly through the pipes, up into the house from the sewer system. SCP-153. How do you know it will go to the right shower? I asked. These things are smart, Bellamy said. Scary smart. We drained this one on an identical layout. Besides, it's hungry. We made sure of that. It knows what the reward is. I turned to Sable and asked, What does it look like? Is it like a snake? Just as Sable was about to answer, Bellamy hushed us. Shh, check this out, he said, pointing to the image of the shower. We all moved in to get a better look. The bathroom was still empty. Nothing was happening. I looked at the 3D layout of the house's plumbing system and saw that the blinking dot was just about at the shower drain. Look, Bellamy said, pointing to the drain on the camera feed. As we watched, the drain seemed to melt away, like it was wax held over a fire. What the hell? James said. He took the words right out of my mouth. There's no way that guy's not going to notice that, Sable said with dismay in his voice. Just wait for it, Bellamy said. We watched as the black hole where the drain had once been started to change. It was hard to make out on the small laptop screen what was happening, but it almost looked like a creature's mouth was fitting around the hole. Then, slowly, the drain materialized again, like a magic trick. You gotta be shitting me, Sable said. How? What just happened? Bellamy laughed. Pretty wild shit, huh? I didn't believe it either when I first saw it. You can't tell the difference between the old drain and the fake one. That thing, SCP-153, did that? I asked. Bellamy nodded. They can camouflage like nothing else. Like those damn cephalopods in the ocean. Those squid things can change color really quickly. It's some wild stuff. That's all great, James said. But how's this going to work? Does the thing shoot out and bite the guy while he's taking a shower? Are they poisonous? Patience, my young friends, Bellamy said, a slight smile on his face. All will become clear soon enough. A half an hour crawled by as we waited. I kept checking back on the drain, expecting to see it gone with a ragged black hole in its place. But it was still there every time I checked, like nothing had changed. Finally, our radios crackled as Team 2 checked in. Target is arriving, Riggins, Team 2's leader, said. Gabby that, Bellamy said. Is he alone? Wait one second, Riggins said. We waited. Our intelligence said that he sometimes brought a woman home with him. The last thing we needed was to have a woman get in that shower instead of this man. 
This warlord. Driver is taking the car around back to the garages, Riggins said. Target entering the house alone. We all breathed a sigh of relief. Shouldn't be long now, Bellamy told us. Our intelligence also said that his habit was to get home from a long day of exploiting and killing people and jump in the shower before doing anything else. We were all hoping he kept to that routine. Sure enough, he came into view on the hallway camera feed a few minutes later. He was a short man, dressed in an expensive suit and wearing an easy smile on his face. I could tell that the bastard had no trouble sleeping at night. He had already removed his shoes before coming on screen. But as he walked into the bathroom, he took off his suit jacket and dumped it on the floor. Pretty soon, he was in his underwear, leaning into the shower to turn the water on. I watched the drain for any signs of movement. I saw none. It looked like a regular drain. When the temperature was to his liking, the man shed his underwear and stepped into the shower. I kept my eye on the drain as the man wet his thinning hair and reached for the shampoo. Something dark suddenly shot out of the drain and landed on the man, who immediately began screaming. The man's skin began to melt where the dark liquid had touched him. His left arm and part of his chest sagged inward as the skin sizzled and liquefied. Blood poured out of his wounds and down the drain, which no longer looked like a drain. It looked like a creature's mouth, almost like a snake's, but darker and somehow more sinister. The man turned, still screaming, trying to see what had attacked him. Another bout of dark liquid shot out and landed on his face and neck. His skin melted away quickly, his eyeballs liquefying and running down his melting cheeks. The man, no longer able to scream, turned away from the drain, his arms flailing wildly. Another bout of liquid shot out, hitting him in the back. He collapsed in the shower as the skin on his back bubbled and disintegrated. Bits of flesh and bone washed down into the creature's mouth. Then the creature's head came out of the hole where the drain had once been. It looked like a large tan worm. I couldn't see any eyes on its head as it came into the shower, wiggling towards the man's right foot. It opened its mouth and went to work on the man's foot, like a python devouring an animal twice its size. It managed to get half the man's foot in its mouth before pausing. The portion of foot in the worm's mouth dissolved within seconds, and the worm moved up, proceeding to devour the warlord's leg and then the rest of him. I sat, staring at the process until it was done, which only took a matter of minutes. The shower continued to run as the worm slipped its way back down into the sewers. Pretty crazy, huh? Bellamy said, still with a half smile on his face. I said nothing, neither did Sable or James. We all had the same shocked look on our faces. Sable, James, get back down into the sewer and collect SCP-153. Bellamy said, his tone serious again. Christ, Sable said, standing up. I could tell he didn't want to go near the thing again. He and James left quickly, taking the reinforced carrying case with them. Bellamy radioed Team 2 to tell them the target had been eliminated and that Sable and James were going to collect the creature. Bellamy and I started packing up the place. Several minutes had passed when our radios crackled again. Sable was shouting, Medic, we need a medic. That goddamn thing got James. It melted his arm. It looked like the pipe. It looked like the goddamn pipe. Oh no, Bellamy said. Sable, get James and get as far away from it as you can. Do it now. It's, it's got James by the leg. I tried shooting it, but it's halfway in the pipe. I can't shoot it. In the background, we could hear James screaming in pain. Ah! Damn it, Bellamy roared. Just get away, Sable. Get far away. That's an order. I can't do that, sir, Sable said. 
I gotta get James. Shit, Bellamy said. He hit a few keys on the laptop that had SCP-153's tracking program. Then he hovered his finger over the enter button. I'm going down there, I said. Bellamy looked up at me. I'm going to blow that thing to hell as soon as Sable's free. James might be dead already. You get Sable out of there. I turned and ran out of the apartment building and into the street. I took a hard right, ran 20 yards, and took another hard right into an alley. I could see the open manhole that led to the sewer system. As I got closer, Sable's head popped up. He was struggling with something. I got there and reached down, helping to haul James up onto the cracked asphalt of the alleyway. Sable rolled out as soon as we got James up. We're clear, sir, I said into my radio. Do it now. There was the pop of a small explosion down in the sewer and the sound of wet flesh striking stone walls. I looked over at James. He was in bad shape. His right arm was gone up to the elbow. His left foot was also gone. Both wounds were bleeding profusely. Both Sable and I got to work stopping the blood flow. Behind me, I could hear a vehicle screeching into the alley. It was an old van. It stopped behind us in the alley and all four members of Team 2 got out. One of them was a medic named Phillips. I leaned back as Phillips took over. I knew it, I said, breathing heavily from all the running and the adrenaline. We should have just done this the old-fashioned way. SCP-153 appears to be a species of roundworm that can reach up to three meters in length and 30 centimeters in diameter. Specimens of SCP-153 live in sewers and drain pipes. And while specimens of SCP-153 can live off of most any organic material, they prefer to consume animal tissue. They also excrete a highly acidic substance from their mouths and gullets, and they have the ability to camouflage themselves both outside and in. SCP-153 has developed a hunting technique where a specimen will swim up a shower or bathtub drain, dissolve the drain cover with its acidic saliva, and camouflage its gullet to look like a standard drain. Shortly after a human enters the shower or bathtub, the specimen will use its acid to dissolve the human and then escape back down the drain leaving almost nothing behind. The entire process usually takes less than five minutes.